0: applies to you that Sarah and i are the co-founders of an online unity ministry and our name is the unity center for universal prosperity.com and that's why universal because it really is about your spiritual growth and human happiness
1: And we invite you to come visit us at our website, which is ucfyp.com, where you'll see our calendar and you can get on our Monday musings. So every week you get to hear something cool from us.
2: Yeah, the Monday musings are fabulous. And I have my website, paulhasselbeck.com, where you can find my calendar as well as my weekly blog, The Absolute Word. And you're going to hear one of those at the end of each and every MR2, Metaphysical Romp 2. And of course, we are around the virtual kitchen table with me in Kansas City and the Holtons in Durham. And yes. so we are all about spirituality, pseudo-spirituality, science and pseudo-science. And in our way of thinking, there's not a separation between spirituality and science. We're going to circle back to a topic we come around to every once in a while, and this happened because I was going through my files, and I found a document, and it was entitled Lessons in Truth, which is the book by Emily Cady, and then Lexicon-Spiritual Laws, and I haven't looked at this since 2015, and it's a really good example of how we can get information that looks official and then, therefore, we should believe it. And we need to look at it and question it. So, we're doing laws, we're doing questioning unquestioned answers, and all of that gig. Are you guys ready to rock?
0: We are. I was born ready.
2: Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> you were born ready. I mean,
1: this is true. We should call,
2: <laughs> we should call you Ready Man and give you a cake
0: <laughs> or something. <laughs>
2: I'm going to start with the uh, introductory paragraph, which is very short, and I know you guys are going to want to make comment. It says, unity is a new thought Christian church, and right there, there are those who believe unity is a new thought Christian church, and there's those of us in the unity movement who have moved away from that identification, which includes me. And then it says, it has no doctrine, dogma, or hierarchy. Well, <laughs> this is where
1: we oops. break up laughing. <laughs> oh, yeah, well,
2: yeah, that's that's a good intention, but it doesn't work out completely. And then it talks about, it says, the principles that it teaches are universal. These principles are metaphysical laws as taught by Jesus assure our spiritual growth. And we're really questioning all of that. And one of the problems with me writing that book on the principles that I found in the Unity writings, and I'm still writing the book on the laws, is that there's this concept that principle and law are synonyms. It's right there. These principles are metaphysical laws. And the interesting research note is, if you go to Merriam-Webster, and look up the word principle, there's there's several definitions there. One of them is it's a law. Another one is that it's a quality that can be found or a a fact. And so a a law is more descriptive about how things work, where a, a principle is a fact. And so we have this confusion in the movement when people talk about principle and law we really haven't shared well with what the distinction is. But let's just get into the laws, okay?
1: <laughs> As they're listed here.
2: <laughs> so, Cher, did you want to do the reading
1: this time? Sure, i be glad to. Okay. So, what we're going to do is just share what's on this document that Paul uncovered in his files and Please know that what we're reading is the beginning of our conversation. We're going to take it and take each one and just sort of riff on it a little bit um, to where we see it, because if somebody looked at this, they'd think, oh, this is truth. And it
2: looks official.
1: It does mm-hmm. look official, and we beg to differ. <laughs> no. So the first one listed here is Law of Divinity, and then there's a quote. Each of these has a quote. The kingdom of heaven is within you. So that's a Bible quote. That's a Bible Mm -hmm. quote, yes. And then the description under it is, uh, you are the perfect child of God by right of the Christ within you. This innate good, infinite potential, and creative genius is always your, quote, point of power.
2: Yes. So this is an example of giving something the name law when it's just a fact. We are innately divine, inherently divine, we haven't inherited our divinity, nor are we children of God.
0: Yeah, and I wanted to say something about the the child of God mentioned in that. Uh, when you think about it, to be a child of something sort of hints that you're a human child of that something, and humankind has an anthropomorphic penchant, it seems. What I mean by that is anthropomorphizing is assigning human qualities to things like vehicles, stuffed animals, electronic devices, statues, ornaments, vehicles, the universe, deities, etc. And so this is an example of humankind trying to anthropomorphize this life force, which is God.
2: Yeah, I think you just said it all, Bill. (laughs)
1: yeah it's so true we do that and the wording on a lot of these we'll just go ahead and and you know let people know right now the wording on a lot of these we disagree with we very traditional yeah it's very (laughs) traditionally written and we hear these phrases that's the thing we still hear people using these phrases which is why we thought it would be good to bring it out again so each of you listening can start checking in on how you're how you would describe this law of divinity, what does it mean for you? And are you up to date with your own belief system in the way you express it?
2: Yeah. And, and the language you use does it reflect what you really believe. This talks about the Christ within you. And that always brought an image to me like a wiener in a bun where the, yeah. the, the wiener is right. not the bun, and the bun is not the wiener and that it's in me, but it's not me. And yep. so there's such a separation in that. And and I think we can say it's a principle or a fact that we are divine.
1: Yes, We're also
2: human. So 100% yes. divine, 100% human. Okay. And the one. point
1: of power, I think we don't want to overlook that phrase, which you have made so popular with your book, Point of Power, which we yes. recommend. <laughs> and, um, but that that's the bottom line here. Yes. That we have this point of power. We are this point of power. Yes. and Acknowledging that and claiming it is what this is all about.
2: Yeah. And I also want to just remind people that that title point of power is kind of a double entendre that I am a point of power. Everyone's a point of power. And the totality of that power is at the point of each of us. And the point of power is to use it wisely uh-huh. and not to wield it against others.
0: Yes. Oh,
1: nice, nice. Yep. And you know, when people practice what we we all call metaphysical malpractice, that's actually taking that point of power and using it inappropriately.
0: Correct. Now
1: that, that I hadn't thought about it that way. That's cool.
0: Yep. And, as, and as the three of us have said, the uh, an example of one of the points of power is the now moment is your point. Yes. Of power. Mm. yes. Yeah. Only
2: Definitely. the present. Okay, let's look at the second one, which is a law I've heard of. The first one, I've never heard of a law of divinity. So go ahead, Cher.
1: Okay, the second one is law of compensation. So the quick quote is, as you give, so shall you receive. Right? And that's biblical also. I think that's in, that's in one of the Gospels. I think it's in that. I, I, I think it is. I wasn't sure I started to say that. And I thought you shouldn't have started that sentence. <laughs> Is there a law of let's start over?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. So it goes on to say, as we think, speak and act toward others, so will others think, speak and act toward us. What we do to others comes back to us in some way at some time. The return need not probably will not come from the recipient, but it will
2: come. That is such bullcrap.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to just. Yeah, that, the way that's written is so new agey and yep. sending out totally wrong messages to people.
2: You know, if you if you're angry at someone and and the person who's receiving your anger doesn't get angry back, that what this is saying, if you wait long enough, someone will get angry at you. Well, yep. hello,
1: well duh, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I think this is misunderstood. Is that as I give. So shall I receive is when I give out anger, who, who receives the impact of that? I do. Right. Right. I do. That's graduating. what it means to me.
1: And the same way with blessings. I mean, it works with negative and positive. It's yes. a, it's a law of consciousness.
0: It is a law of consciousness. Not it's also a law of, of neurology when you think about it, because when you're angry, you create cortisol, which is something that you don't want. You'd rather have oxytocin or dopamine because they are the really, if you will, happiness hormones, and that's where you want to be. You don't want to be having too many cortisol moments.
2: Okay, sir so here's where I'm going to put us all three on the spot. Remember the acronym DOSE?
1: Right, you came up yeah, with so that. So there's,
2: there's dopamine Oxytocin, serotonin, serotonin and, and endorphins. Endorphins. All of them are wonderful gifts. Our body gives gifts. <laughs> yep, to us. exactly. Yes.
0: and they're and they're
1: immediate gifts. And you want to take as many doses of that as you can. As get. you
2: can. <laughs> so there's no compensation going on here. Yeah. And so right. so that that's one I would just like to throw out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Unless you consider the compensation being to yourself. Yes. And and that's that's
2: kind of awkward.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it does, it does, it is true. It is.
2: That we have yeah. an effect. It really is what I give out, I reinforce in
1: myself. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. That is very well said. Me too. Yeah. 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 Oh, write that down. That's
2: what I give out, I reinforce myself. In fact, I'm gonna create a meme for that. Every once in a while I say something brilliant, don't I?
0: You do <laughs> well, well, more than every once in a while. <laughs> Yeah. Okay,
2: we shall go on to the next one.
1: Okay, uh, this is an interesting one. <laughs> We're going to have some fun with with the languaging of this one. I can tell already. It's the law of non resistance. Oh boy! So, guess what the quote is, guys? <laughs> let go and let God. Have oh we? Oh my gosh! Before?
2: I hear that all the time, and people just throw it out. You know, yeah. and without even thinking about what they're saying, first of all. And yeah. it's it's also an opportunity for us to talk about our two books, <laughs> get yes. over it and get over these, which look at phrases just like this that need to be rewritten yes. and understood at a deep metaphysical level.
1: Yes, they look like fun little books, but they actually contain some very deep metaphysics. So. They do.
0: I recommend them. Yep, huh? just find them; they're on Amazon. And what Paul mentioned earlier—the word he used, "facts." Those two books contain a lot of facts.
1: <laughs> yep. Yes. So let's see what they say about the law of non-resistance on this form that Paul discovered. What we resist persists. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, this big- is. It's true in
2: consciousness just like as you give so shall you receive it's true what you resist in consciousness you are growing in consciousness right but right. you there are wonderful examples like martin luther king and i can't think of other ones right now that they resisted things and those things have gotten better
0: yeah mhm
1: It goes on to say, if we find ourselves upset over something another has said or done, our upset indicates our own wrong state of consciousness to react to it in the same state of mind creates more resistance, which creates more resistance.
2: Yes. So it's really interesting that at least this description is talking about consciousness. Mm -hmm. So we got to give that bonus points. But most people hear it as my husband's beating me up and I shouldn't resist it.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Really? Right. Yeah. And people remember the cute little phrases. They don't remember the description that actually defines something well. They're remembering, oh, let go, let God, what we resist persists. So, yeah, this one is a mixture of the two. And that, again, is that reminder that even things that aren't true Or aren't truth have may have some part of truth within them. And that's what makes it so hard to identify it sometimes.
2: Yes. So we're always looking for the truth kernel. And that's what we do in those two books get over it and get over these. Bill.
0: And I've got a question. If, If, for example, if someone says, What's wrong with racism or prejudice or misogyny? And according to this particular uh, post, it says that our upset indicates our own wrong state of consciousness. I wondered if you want to jump on that. Yeah. If, if we get upset over something like that, why would that be our wrong state of consciousness? Yes. And there is
2: this thread running through new thought and new age of labeling things wrong or bad, which is often so inappropriate and not useful.
1: Right. And that's where the power of discernment or wisdom is so important. Yes. Judgment, depending on which word you use, all three have been used in in describing the 12 powers. But just knowing how to evaluate things and some things are inappropriate. Yes. You're just wrong. And you need to be able to acknowledge that. Name it.
2: Yes. Yes. And feeling bad is not necessarily a bad thing.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do one more? Sure, we have time for one more law of allegiance. This is interesting. There is only one power in the universe. What we acknowledge to be our master to that we are a servant. If we insist that there is a lot of evil, then we become a slave to all that is sordid and mean. A material God ties our sense of security to locked doors and bank vaults. If God is our source, then wisdom dictates order to our affairs, and we are not subject to the whims of the world. What? Wow, that was one. (laughs) I thought we had time. (laughs) I thought we had time.
2: What? Wow. Uh, What we acknowledge to be our master. To that we are servant. Wow. If we insist that there is a lot of evil, then we become a slave to all that is sordid and mean. That is just bad metaphysics. And we're going to leave you with that teaser. And we are going to come back to that. Next week and our next program.
1: And before we leave, we just invite you to start thinking about your feeling about that statement, because there's several things we disagree with. How about you? And we'll yes, dive yes. into it next time.
2: And Cheryl will be posting this, this document with this, and you can get the document yourself.
0: And what we're suggesting is what Cheryl just read is not metaphysics, but metaphysical.
2: Metaphysical. Yep. The absolute word is based on Sunday messages appearing in Daily Word, a copyrighted Unity publication, and has been used with permission. And of course, these are Sundays. And so this is January 15th, 2023. The words are world peace. I rest my heart on the principle of peace. The news often gives more attention to points of conflict rather than points of harmony. Even so, I trust there are many souls around the world who are joining me in prayers for peace. I believe there is a yearning for peace in the human heart because the principle of peace is inherent in everyone. My prayers support that yearning while strengthening the bonds of love that lead to greater harmony. I begin my affirmations of world peace with a soft and open heart. I am comforted in knowing the advances people have already made towards living harmoniously together. My intention is to give a more peaceful life that bridges the gaps of understanding between myself and others. I focus my attention upon our shared desire, a peaceful world of cooperation and goodwill. This is my heartfelt prayer. I rest my heart on the principle of of Peace. And this is the Reverend Dr. Paul Hasselbeck signing off. Thank you for listening. Goodbye,
1: my friends. Goodbye. This is Reverend Dr. Cher Holton saying thank you so much for being part
0: of our time together. And ciao, my friends, and the three of us invite you to this week, rest your heart on the principle of peace.